0: How's it going everybody? Right off the bat, sorry you can hear the fan in the background most likely. It's fucking hot, so I'm not turning it off. But, yeah, I've been gone for a little while. Just been taking a bit of a much needed break. But, yeah, there really hasn't been a whole lot of releases over the last few weeks or so. Um, Or last couple of weeks, I should say. But, now I got a couple. I'm trying to think of how many movies I watched. I think just two. And then I'll also be talking about two different shows. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as well as Invincible, which is an Amazon original. I'm sure a lot of you have heard about it. It just wrapped up on Friday, so I'll be talking about that. As well as Fal- the Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier as a whole. Um, just because I haven't done that yet. Oh, I know I'm a little late to that, but oh well. Um, and then I'll also be talking about the new Mortal Kombat movie as well as The Mitchells versus The Machines, which is available on Netflix if you want to go watch it. So yeah, without further ado, let's cut to the intro music. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. All right. So, let's get into some movie news. Uh Captain America 4 is confirmed. Anthony Mackie is going to take on the role of Captain America, which I'm sure a lot of people know about by now, and if you didn't, well, you're late to the game. You should have watched the last episode like 2 weeks ago, bud. But um yeah, Captain America 4 is confirmed. Anthony Mackie is going to be in the in the lead role. And, um, yeah, things I'm wanting from this movie. I honestly want to know for sure what happened to Steve Rogers because, you know, there were jokes in the show that he was on the moon. I want to know what actually happened and what he is doing. So I wonder if that movie will go into that a bit. But, you know, I'm, I'm very interested to see for sure, and I'm just very excited to see Sam Wilson go forward with The Shield and, you know, the Stars and Stripes and all that, so... We'll see. Another piece of news here. Apparently, Citizen Kane lost its 100% score on Rotten Tomatoes. Now it's only 99. Um, Yeah, to be honest, I think I've only seen a little bit of the movie. Got bored, turned it off. I know I need to watch it all the way through, but yeah, it's just one of those movies I've never fully watched. But I hear it's one of the greatest movies of all time. And for it to lose 1%, I don't think is a big deal, but for hardcore film lovers, it probably is a big deal, so, yeah, just kind of wanted to bring that up, um, but I will say that Rotten Tomatoes isn't always the best when it comes to accurately giving a score to a movie. It'll give, like, really stupid, crappy movies a good score, and really amazing movies not high enough of a score that it deserves, so, Another piece of news here, Uh, Dungeons and Dragons film starts filming in Iceland. Uh, I love the just kind of scenery of Iceland, and I think it's a very good spot if you're trying to film something like, you know, Dungeons and Dragons with medieval undertones, I guess you could say. Um, It it just seems very fitting. Um, I'm excited to see it, even though I'm not, you know... A fan of Dungeons and Dragons and never played it, never really looked into it at all. But I've heard a lot of people talk about it, so, and it's, it's a pretty big deal. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Another piece of news here Thor Love and Thunder wraps filming in a month. I am very excited for this movie. Uh, Taika Waititi is a genius and hilarious director, so I think he's gonna, you know, bring in another really great Thor movie. Hopefully better than the third. Um, But the third was amazing. I'm just saying. Like, if it can outdo that, then, you know, you can have all my money. (laughs) But, yeah, there you go. Uh, Last piece of news here. Morbius is delayed a week. It was set to come out on the 21st of January of 2022, I believe. And now it's supposed to come out on January 28th of 2022. So... Really not a big deal there. Alright, so The Mitchells vs. The Machines is directed by Michael Renata and co-directed by Jeff Rowe. And it is also written by both of them. Uh, It stars Abby Jacobson as Katie Mitchell, Danny McBride as Rich Mitchell, Maya Rudolph as Linda Mitchell, um, Michael Renata as Aaron Mitchell, Eric Andre as Mark Bowman, Olivia Coleman as Pal, Fred Emerson as Deborah Bott 5000, Beck Bennett as Eric, uh, Chrissy Teigen as Haley Posey, John Legend as Jim Posey, Charlene Yee as Abby Posey, and I would pretty much say that's the main cast. Um, so this movie is basically about a family who's pretty dysfunctional, dysfunctional and um, yeah, basically machines start to take over. And they have to survive through that. Well, while being a dysfunctional family. And somehow they do better than most families. And, uh, kind of outlive them in a sense. Even though nobody dies in this. Other than robots, really. But, yeah. Uh, this is an animated movie. It's from Sony Pictures Animation. Who brought, you know, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Uh, but Yeah. I really enjoyed the animation of this movie. I thought it was very cool and just kind of, I don't know, kept my interest. It was enough colors popping on the screen to keep my interest. I have ADHD, so, like, a lot of movies have trouble keeping my interest, but this one really didn't. Uh, A little towards the end, I would say, it kind of got, like, crazy, but I kind of expected it to be. Hey, oh, i again Jesus Christ um, but yeah there's a good family movie it's really funny I think there's a lot that both kids and adults can enjoy about it, it has a good message so overall I'm not going to talk a whole lot about it but it is on Netflix if you want to go watch it um, overall I had fun with it it's probably not something I'd rush back to watch but I wouldn't be opposed to watching it again it's just not fully my kind of movie, but I still really enjoyed it and had fun with it, so I think it's a really good movie, you should check it out, especially if you have kids, um, they'll definitely enjoy it, and you, yourself, if you're an adult, will enjoy a lot out of it too, because, again, it has good messages, funny humor, um, and overall, I found it was just a fun movie, so definitely go check out The Mitchells vs. the Machines, I thought it was great. I like the animation, and the humor, and the message, so, yeah, there you go. Alright, so, Mortal Kombat, uh, it's available on HBO Max for, uh, I'm not sure exactly how long, um, but, yeah, you can watch it there, sorry, I'm trying to figure out what how, how long it's available, I know it's a month, but I don't know the exact day, uh, it's, Directed by Simon McQuade, or McQuoid, sorry. Uh, screenplay by Greg Russo and Dave Callahan. Uh, story by Oren Uziel, Uzz- hopefully I'm saying that right, and Greg Russo. Based on the video game created by Ed Boon and John Tobias. So, you know what Mortal Kombat is people fighting each other, very violent fatalities. But, uh, yeah, it's essentially that. Uh, MMA fighter Cole Young, played by Louis Tan, uh, accustomed to taking a beating for money, is uh, unaware of his heritage or why Outworld's emperor, Shang Tsung, played by Jin Han, uh, hopefully I'm saying that right, Shin Han, maybe, I don't know, uh, has sent his best warrior, Sub-Zero, played by Joe Taslam, hopefully I'm saying that right, an outer, otherworldly cryomancer to hunt Cole down. Fearing his family's safety, Cole goes in search of Sonya Blade, played by Jessica uh, McNamee, at the direction of Jax, played by McCod Brooks. Uh, uh, Fuck. A special forces major who bears the same strange dragon... Marking Cole was born with Soon finds himself at the temple Of Lord Raiden uh, Played by Tadanobu Yes Tadanobu Asano An elder god and the protector of Earth Realm, who grants Sanctuary to those Who bear the mark Here Cole trains with experienced Warriors, warriors Liu Kang Played by Ludi Lin And Kung Lao Max Huang and rogue mercenary Kano, played by Josh Lawson, as he prepares to f- stand—wait, hold up—as he prepares to stand with Earth's greatest champions against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. So, yeah, uh, I got that general plot from uh, I Am written by Warner Brothers. So, if you want to go read that, there you go. I just wanted to kind of give you the outline of the story and what they were doing with it. Because Cole Young isn't an actual Mortal Kombat character as far as I know. And I believe he was just created for the movie. So I didn't know that going into it. I just found out today. Um, I thought he was. I thought I had heard that name, but I guess not. Um, But you also have Sonya Blade, obviously, who I'm familiar with. I wasn't the biggest Mortal Kombat fan growing up. I've played a little bit, but... You know, I I haven't really played that many of the games. I'm familiar with most of the characters. So, there's that at least. Uh, You have Kano, which I was familiar with, but I didn't really use his character much. Um, I like Sub-Zero, just because his powers are cool. I also like Scorpion, um... Jax is pretty cool, sorry about my dog bark- barking in the background, but it is what it is. Yeah, I think Scorpion was always one of my favorites, also Sub-Zero. But, um, yeah, there's a lot to enjoy about this movie, for sure. Uh, you know, the action is definitely the best part of it. It's a really fun movie from start to finish. There's parts where it kind of loses you with the story. I don't think the story was the strongest part of this movie but you know i think it made up for that with the fantastic fight scenes the opening itself was just fucking pure bliss um it was amazing probably one of the best openings to an action movie i've seen in a while um so yeah the action the violence is great and the cgi is pretty good too just the certain moves i enjoyed a lot of it Overall, in the movie, I'd probably say my favorite character might have been... I really like Jax, but I would probably say it was Scorpion, to be honest. Um, I thought just, like, it made sense the way that it went kind of full circle with him. Um, finally getting revenge at the end. Spoiler alert. But, um, you know... It is a lot of the times you can kind of assume that the good guys win so yeah i really enjoyed a lot of this movie so i would definitely watch it again uh, i'm probably going to watch it again and i would definitely recommend you guys check it out all right now let's talk about the falcon and the winter soldier since that all wrapped up a couple weeks ago uh, i believe yeah six episodes right yeah six episodes uh i've talked about all, uh, the first five, uh, and, and not too much depth, but, um, enough to, you know, kind of get the gist of the, each episode, so if you want to go check those out, go ahead, I'm not gonna really go over too much that I've already talked about, I'm just gonna kind of talk about the series as a whole, as well as the final episode, so, um, general review right now, if you don't want any spoilers, which let's be honest, you've probably already gotten some shit spoiled for you. And if not, you know, kudos to you. But, just warning there. General review right now. I really enjoyed this show. I think I, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it more than WandaVision. I think it had a more, um... uh, What do you call it? I think it had a more, uh, uh, satisfying conclusion. Whereas WandaVision kind of left it really open. Um... This one, I mean, it obviously leaves it open to a lot more, but WandaVision just felt like it didn't have a conclusive ending, like, uh, I don't want to shit on it too much, because I think it had a great arc with Wanda and Vision, but in terms of the stakes, I just didn't really feel them. With this, however, I felt the stakes were pretty high, um... I will say, though, the Flag Smashers seemed very vague in what they were trying to do. Um, I kind of understood where they were coming from because they were trying to make them a little more sympathetic, especially Carly Morgenthau, I believe is her name. Um, But overall, like, they really just didn't explain what they were trying to do. And uh, the idea that everybody was just kind of blindly leading... uh, leading... Or going with her lead or whatever, going by her lead. Um, I just didn't quite understand it because it didn't seem like they had a clear vision of what they were trying to do. They were just trying to, like, get attention, I guess. I don't know. Maybe some people don't agree with me, some people do. Um, But yeah, overall I enjoyed it. Just some of the character motivations seemed a little vague. Um, maybe it'll be explained further in, you know, maybe a second season or the Captain America four that's going to come out, but yeah, it that, that's the kind of part of the, part of this series I didn't quite enjoy as much, the villains, so that's where it lacked for me, but every other thing in this series just blew me away. So, I would definitely recommend you watch all six episodes. It's so good, and I love it. Now, let's talk about spoilers. Sorry, I kind of went into somewhat spoiler talk there for a minute, but, um, yeah, we finally found out that Sharon is the power broker. That wasn't really a surprise. Um, just like Agatha, I feel like a lot of people kind of figured it out, um, but I did love the new Falcon suit. I thought it was amazing. He very much looked like a guardian angel um, in a lot of shots, especially the one shot where he's bringing Morgan down in his arms. Um, so many great moments. And then Isaiah gets his statue in the Captain America Museum. That moment fucking made me cry. That was a great way to end it. Um, well, it didn't really end because then you got... The whole John Walker becoming U.S. agent thing—very excited about that for the future. I really do love Wyatt Russell as, as flawed of his character, as flawed of a character as John Walker is. I think in the end he did the right thing and was—I—I I, I think what he did redeemed what he did before. At least for me, a lot of people won't agree with that, but I do. Um. Yeah. Overall, really great conclusion. Didn't seem very hard to to beat the Flag Smashers in the end. Especially with Sharon just being, like, double-crossing little bitch. No offense, but... Yeah. What's up with her? I mean, I get it. I get it. But also... The fuck. So, yeah. Um, very excited for Falcon, a.k.a. Sam Wilson, to now be Captain America... Loved the whole Captain America and the Winter Soldier thing. However, in the pitch meeting video for this by uh, Screen Rant and Ryan George, I thought it was funny. It was like, uh, yeah, we really need to stop calling Bucky the Winter Soldier because, like, that was his days of killing people and he was trying to get past that. So the fact that they're still calling him Winter Soldier, I don't know, maybe he's fine with it, but uh, oh, yeah, we definitely gotta call him White Wolf. But white wolf isn't that cool of a name but i'd rather just call him that white wolf captain america and the white wolf but um yeah great series overall i really enjoyed it more than wandavision and yeah i don't think there's much left to say but let's get into talking about invincible Alright, Invincible is based on the comic created by Robert Kirkman. He also created the show and is a writer on it. Um, yeah, this show's amazing. It's on Amazon uh, Prime Video or whatever. If you want to watch it. It's only 8 episodes for the first season. But each episode is about 40 to 45 minutes each. Looks like the longest one's 48 minutes. Yeah, so pretty long for a cartoon, but uh, I really love the, just the way that they made this show, the cartoon aspect of it, having it be animated like that. There's a lot of really great shots in it, Um, shots that look almost photorealistic, but other shots where it's just like, it it definitely has a lot of anime style to it, um, which I've never really fully gotten into it. Into anime, but I really dug that about this show. Uh, it's really fucking violent, as you can expect from the creator of The Walking Dead. Um, so yeah, you got your knockoff Justice League. You got Omni-Man, who's supposed to be like Superman. You have Aquarius, uh, yeah, Aquarius, who's supposed to be like Aquaman. Um, you also have Red Rush, who's your, uh, The Flash, in a sense. Uh, You have Martian Man, which that one's pretty obvious. Uh, Who else? The Immortal, which I don't know which character he'd really be. I'm not sure. But you also have, eh, maybe like Green Lantern or something. Uh, War Woman, that one's obvious too. And I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. But maybe not. Am I forgetting somebody? Maybe that was all of them. But I still feel like I'm forgetting somebody. (laughs) But yeah. You have what they call the Guardians of the Globe. Uh, Omni-Man isn't part of that team. But he helps with them a lot. And you got this kid Nolan Grayson. Not Nolan Grayson. Nolan Grayson is the dad. Who is Omni-Man and you got Mark Grayson who is his child and Debbie Grayson who's his wife excuse me and uh, Mark Grayson's played by Steven Yun, who you might know as Glenn from The Walking Dead Uh, he was also in that newer movie Minari I believe it got nominated I don't know if it won for any awards at the Oscars uh, J.K. Simmons playing Nolan Grayson slash Omni-Man. Sandra O. Oh playing Debbie Grayson. Zazie Beats as Amber Bennett. Uh, you have Gray Griffin as Monster Girl slash Shrinking Ray. You have Walton Goggins as Cecil Stedman. Jillian Jacobs as Adam Eve. Uh, who else you got? Andrew Ran- Rannells as William Clockwell. Zachary Quinto as Robots. Jason Mant Manzoukas, hopefully I'm saying that right, as Rex Splode, got Carrie Payton as Black Samson, Melise as Duplicate, got Clancy Brown as Damien Darkblood, Mark Hamill as Ro- Art Rosenbaum or Rosebaum. Uh Ross Mc- Marquand. He's also from The Walking Dead and does a lot of impressions of celebrities. And he plays a lot of different characters in the show, like Aquarius and Biplane, Kursk, uh, and a couple other people. Uh, Mahershal Ali as Titan. John Hamm as Steve. Seth Rogen as Alan the Alien. Sorry, my dog's being really loud. And, uh, yeah, a lot of other Walking Dead actors and just big names. Yeah, overall, I just really loved this show. I thought the animation was great. I thought the characters were great. The writing, the violence, the action. Just all the way around. I really have no complaints. Um, some of my favorite characters. I really like Mark slash Invincible. Um, but, yeah, I didn't like his suit at first, but it grew on me after a while. also really like Alan the Alien, played by... Uh, Excuse me, Seth Brogan there. Um, Yeah, overall, I had a lot of fun with the show. I don't want to go heavy into spoilers or anything. In fact, I don't even think I'll go into any spoilers at all. Uh, I might in the next couple of episodes or so with my friend Jacob, because he just finished watching all eight episodes. So we'll probably get more in-depth with the series as a whole. In one of those episodes. Once that comes up. And we both have the time to do it. But overall. Yeah really. Do yourself a favor. Go watch this show. If violence isn't your thing. Or if superheroes aren't your thing. Fine. But. it's It's seriously worth checking out. And I can't wait to see where this show goes next. And that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Again sorry for being gone for so long. I'm just trying to kind of you know pace myself with this stuff. Uh not that I don't love it, I do, but it can be a lot sometimes. So yeah, I'm not always on time with when I'm trying to get shit out, but it happens. Um yeah, next episode should be talking about Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, starring Michael B. Jordan, which I believe is on Amazon. Um, what else? Probably something on Netflix, if anything gets released. And, uh, I feel like there was something else, but I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Also, I want to try to watch some of Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Um, on Amazon as well, I believe, with John Krasinski. Just because I've heard good things about that. And I like John Krasinski as an action actor, so... Yeah, definitely looking forward to checking that out. But we'll see what else I end up talking about. I'm sure there'll be something that I end up watching that I didn't mention yet. But yeah, again, that'll do it for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. You can also check me out on YouTube under the same name or maybe you're listening to it on YouTube by the way, I'm pretty uh, delayed with episodes going out on YouTube um, just trying to find a good video editing software that does what I need it to do so I'm figuring that out so sorry about that but also, you know it is what it is I will be back, hopefully next week, to talk about what I just mentioned before. And have a good one. (laughs)